for deadline on Oak Street, Pile 3. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. C-A-D-R-E 015-219-30. preaching about the doomsday crashes and uh, you know jumping on the bandwagon when things are going up to uh, you know it's always just best to stay you know with the facts you know and you know at any at any given time you know I'm looking I'm looking you know 30 days ahead that's it any anything beyond that it's been proven to me over and over and over and over again that it's impossible to predict yeah so and I, I don't even know 30 days right, right now. now 30 days is like when you see a lot there's only one thing right now that could really stop the Toronto market or, or slow it down again. There's one thing, and that's just a second wave of this virus because it, it, it wants to come back. And maybe it doesn't come back to like pre-pandemic levels 100% consistently right away. But who cares? As long as there's growth again, as long as it's going up, like if we can't absorb... We, we lost 13% uh, uh, GDP, and then we gained back like seven in a month. Like we lost 13 over four months and gained back seven in one month. So like as an economy, we're short 6%. If we can't like make that up slowly over a few years and not feel too much pain, I think like people are going to feel pain for sure, but like yeah. a very small amount of people. So let's talk about – let's talk a little bit about um... – the demand in Toronto and where it comes from. Right. So okay. we got the next article is suburban homes are leading Toronto's Toronto region's housing recovery. So we're seeing Perfect. a lot of sales in your sector for sure. So you should probably talk about this. Okay. So demand right in Toronto, where does it come from? So people need jobs in Toronto. That's a big one. Yeah. Right. And so we have uh, people want to live in Toronto because they want to enjoy the, the city. They want to enjoy their family. Uh, people want to immigrate to Toronto from other parts of Canada and other parts of the world. They want to be with members of their own culture. Yeah. They want to be uh, close to people that they're familiar with and that's so they can get a good start. Again, the jobs are there and everybody's pretty secure. Well, Students looking to go to the uh, universities for education. We've got a, a wonderful education uh, system here. University of Toronto is one of the best schools in the world, right? Makes it's top-rated. Investors, investors from all over – uh, want to capitalize on all those markets that I spoke of because those people are all going to need places to live, right? These are these are these are the uh, fuels to the demand fire in Toronto, and each and every single one of them is being affected right now. So even though we have this huge demand, and even though that there is a massive amount of um, uh, need and desire for Toronto real estate, there are a ton of reasons why demand will be slowing and so what i'm seeing right now is i'm seeing a lot of people who are coming to me because we're talking about the people who need to sell so we're talking about the mortgage deferrals and economies and all that kind of stuff that's what they're talking about but 
I'm getting a lot of people right now who just want to sell. They're saying, look, I'm in Toronto, but I'm do- I've been doing this so long because of my kids are here, my job is here, uh, you know, the, the price ranges and everything else too. And they're leaving the city. I'm, I'm dealing yeah. with a lot of people now sure. with money who are not underwater. That was a big control and deciding to leave the city. That's a big trend. That's a huge trend. And so we've got articles from Mississauga saying that they've gone up 20%. Brampton has gone up on average $75,000 a house. Okay. Uh, You've got articles about people just saying like, yeah, we're, we're just, we're up and leaving like our jobs we can do remotely. I don't need to be in the city. I don't need to be in the city. Those are the you know um, surrounding areas in the 905 and everything like that too. But I'm seeing people like you know going to whole different parts of Ontario or other parts of Canada, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So when we start to see this decrease in demand, you know there seems to be a little bit of a concern because the reason that we've been so lucky in Toronto as far as uh, selling real estate goes is that there just never seems to be a shortage of buyers. So that being said. Um, you know, University of Toronto, you know, should be getting back to their, their programs, if not in September, maybe by the second semester, you know, pending that there's not a second wave. The borders are starting to open up. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And so we should be able to have the same steady flow of immigration coming over the next 12 months. They've already um, started. Know, jobs. They've already started inviting immigrants back. More skilled workers. Yeah. yeah. So the, the jobs in Toronto are going to be restructuring and, and how they are uh, being, uh, you know, housed within the you know office communities, office buildings and all that kind of stu- stuff too. But there's still a huge need for Bay Street to be where it is. There's still a huge need for all the tech companies to be where they are. It's not just, they don't just want to be in Toronto because, um, you know, it's, it's a great location with a great view. There's all these other little connecting uh, parts and other businesses that they need to be able to be working with that it's it's required that they're all in the same location because they're doing different things that are all intertwining. So there is a there's a massive economy based just in the downtown core for those commercial businesses and stuff too. So where the issue will be is people then putting their houses on the market not out of need. Like uh, yeah, some people will end up having to um, uh, sell because of financial reasons, but just the fact is that there's going to be a lot of people looking to sell just to get out of Toronto, just to be able to leave the city and go into a direction that they. Uh, you know, feel is good for them and their families. And so, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see. I, I think, uh, you know, July is fantastic. We've got amazing sales. Um, but now I'm getting a lot more calls from sellers. And there's a lot of appointments with people trying to put their houses on the market. And we're going to put our money where our mouth is. Let's see if the demand can, uh, can um, you know, keep up. So, yeah. And I mean, right now, condos in downtown are getting hit pretty good but it's also i mean it's exterior circumstances not market driven there's no fundamental problem there's no sales centers open and there's a lot of people that just don't want to go to a sales center or don't want to go anywhere so that, that that that's artificially kind of suppressed at the moment right just like and we'll get into it in a bit like the rental market it's the same thing these are all very temporary things and i don't know how temporary i don't know how long they last but this is why real estate is considered a long-term investment if you're investing and for the most part if you're just buying it to live in it's not really a factor in your life 
right? Now, if you are, you know, older and you've stayed in a job that you knew or could see or everybody else could see was like ending because of a app or a robot or uh, people's disinterest nowadays and now you're older and you live in this house and you got no job and the jobs isn't coming back like maybe you have to sell so anyways every single potential person that will leave this city okay like there's there's got to be a fixed number of those people okay now there's still people coming into the city not very many but when they open the doors and actually say like please come in those people are coming back right um all of a sudden, you know, that, that suppression, it, it's like anything else. Like people that are holding on to an Airbnb and freaking out because they can't make their rent, they shouldn't be in real estate, right? They shouldn't be like leveraged to the hilt to buy a condo that has to sell for $300 a night for th 25 nights a month, you know? But they are. They are. So, so, but how many of them are there? And when you take this market as a whole that is used to, on average, over 100,000 people coming into it a year and is used to, on average, being short 40, 50, 60,000 units a year, like how many people have to leave this city and not come into this city for us to even catch up to have a balanced, even real level market all over the place? Like right now, nobody is trying to rent anything. Okay, and so yeah, there's new rentals coming on the market. There's new condos coming on the market. There's Airbnbs coming on the market. This thing has to get like flipped upside down, rejigged, let the cards land, and then it's just gonna pick up again, unless there's a second wave. If there's a second wave, sure. then everything gets all fucked up, and who knows what happens. But if there's no second wave, it's just gonna chug along and chug along, and you know, that's why this is not normal. Like this is not like you know, government so added HST. This is like the most abnormal. This is like, you know, the real estate market, what it would look like after World War II. On Curiosity Stream, uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters. From the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early Americas, it's ancient engineering. Plus, 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster. See how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.